everybody. Welcome back to the Locked On Red Wings podcast. Today is Wednesday, August 19th, 2020. And today's episode is brought to you by BuiltBar.com. Go to BuiltBar.com right now. Start building your first box today. Enter the promo code Locked On for $10 off your first order. I'm your host, Detroit Sports Editor Noel Bianchi, here today, as always, alongside longtime Red Wings fan Ethan Smith. That was the fastest you've ever done an intro in your life, and happy Wednesday. Why was it, why was it fast? You were just flying through that. I was I don't excited. Know if I was slow or what's going on right now, or if you're actually talking that fast. I was just uh, I was excited to welcome in our guest, Matthew Shook, of the Locked On Pistons podcast and a reporter at PlayMichigan.com. You can understand that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you got to get to the uh, the main event as quickly as possible. So fly <laughs> through it, and uh, let's get this party started. Seriously, this, this is what the people paid to see, not, not exactly. me to run in my mouth. They came here to hear exactly. the thoughts and opinions of Matthew Shook. Matt, how That's you doing, right. man? It's been a while since we talked uh, at the lockdown, uh, you know, in the lockdown podcast world. You obviously sure. came on to our show to do a roundtable of misery before the Detroit Red Wings had their draft lottery on. Uh, was it back in June 26. I don't even remember what the actual date of it was now, even though I said it so many times in the days leading up to it. But uh, you yourself have a draft lottery for the Pistons coming up on Thursday, 8:30 p.m. How you feeling? Let's let's talk let's talk some draft lottery, man. How, how you yeah. feeling about it? You got to pick your guys' brains about it. I know it didn't go so well for the Red Wings. Yeah. So what do what do Pistons fans have to do to get the 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 luck reversed here? The Pistons have never ever moved up in a draft from the lottery the NBA has been doing the lottery since 1985 and obviously since that time the Pistons have had some stretches of really good play where they weren't in the lottery but the last 10 years or so um, and I know that they've had lottery picks because Darko was the number two pick in 2003 (laughs) but that was actually Memphis moving up in the draft and the Pistons getting the pick conveyed to them from a prior trade and then Grant Hill was a third pick in the draft, but that was the Pistons, the second worst team in the NBA actually moved down to number three. So no lottery luck yet for the Pistons. Well, no lottery luck here either. Unfortunately, we do not know how to turn it around for you. I'm pretty sure Detroit has fallen the maximum amount of spots uh, each time that they've, they've had a chance at the lottery, at least in this recent uh, stretch of stretch of things, but obviously the 25 year playoff streak, preceded that so I don't really think the Red Wings have moved up uh in the draft lottery either yeah and uh, speaking of that 25 year streak we had the San Antonio Spurs just miss the playoffs this year in the bubble ending their streak at 22 so the Red Wings legacy moves on I guess the, the Bruins had a longer streak if I recall but um as far as NBA or NBA teams if the Red Wings were an NBA team which which they are not they would have the longest streak for any NBA team I mean, I we're, we're just trying to we're just trying to elevate elevate mm-hmm. them as much as we possibly can right now because there's so yeah. many. It's like uh, in Finding Nemo, you know that that scene at the exactly. end where everybody saying the words swim down, swim yeah. down. Like that's what's <laughs> happening with the Red Wings and right now, and we got We got to do something to get that net pulled up back on. Right, the it's boat. Not, it's not like Finding Nemo. It's exactly Finding Nemo. <laughs> it's the exact same thing. There's no simile about it. It's just the exact same thing. You got to go across the ocean to find right. some talent exactly. or you know whatever whatever that may be, somebody that you hold near and dear to your heart, somebody who will if everything works out be a son to the city just like Nemo was a son to Marlin. Exactly. 
Yeah. And just like that, it, and, and just like that, Troy Weaver, new general manager for the Pistons, trying to find his son <laughs> in the draft this year. So we'll see how that goes in October. So uh, walk us through how all of this works, because uh, I, I think it's a little bit different than the NHL draft lottery, but honestly, I am not really sure. And I, I didn't look it up because I figured that not a lot of our listeners would know. So I figured yeah. he'd just have you explain it to us. Yeah. Yeah. So the NBA traditionally had done three picks at the top of the uh, lottery. Obviously, these are all the non-playoff teams, unlike the NHL, I guess you could argue that that didn't exactly go that way this year. But now the NBA has done a couple things over these last few years that are new. They're picking the top four. So the top four are going to be random, basically. And they've also flattened the odds some over the, if this was done, I believe this is the third year with the new flattened odds. So teams that just missed the playoffs or teams that were the ninth or 10th worst teams in the NBA. Now they have a better chance of getting into that top four or the number one overall pick. That's not what you want. Yeah. Obviously that's um, the, uh, to dissuade the tanking. You don't want people tanking all the second half of the season. So they've done a nice job with that. So the, the, the lot, the odds are flat for the top three, te- the, the three worst teams, Golden State, Cleveland, and Minnesota. You have Atlanta number four and the Pistons, right number five uh so they have a 42.1 percent chance of getting in the top four and a 10.5 percent chance of getting the first overall pick but uh, more interesting than that the pistons at number five in the lottery have a chance to move all the way up to one and they can get any pick from one to nine they could end up with on thursday night that's quite the uh quite the volatility factor there Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah it's uh hold on to the edge of your seat for sure now I wanted uh, I wanted to ask you uh, a, a couple of things involving your other job at Play Michigan. We'll get to that a little bit later sure. on in the show. And I also right. want to ask you uh, about whether or not you think tanking is as big of an issue as it it's made out to be, because the whole anti-tanking sentiment is something that really wound up hurting the Red Wings this year because of the fact that they, like the NBA, have pretty flat odds across the. Uh, across the board there like the red wings at one only had an 18.5 percent chance at the number one overall pick over a 50 percent chance of falling out of the top four so i do want to get your thoughts on just how tanking or prevalent tanking is uh both in the nhl and the nba but first off i do have one question for you and that is what are you more excited for the nba draft lottery the chance for the pistons to land the number one overall pick, or are you more excited for that new box of Built Bars to show up to your house? Anytime? Cherry Barcia flavor. That's the flavor I'm looking forward to. <laughs> Built Bar 2.0. I'm excited. I could not be more excited myself. And, uh, I mean, when they, when they came out with that ad copy, it was one of those things where I just – I woke up, bam, here are the new flavors. I'll list mm-hmm. them off for you guys. Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry Barcia, like our friend Matt mm. just alluded to. Mm lemon almond cheesecake that one sounds delicious as well love sure. me some like lemon meringue sure. pie or like lemon bars mm-hmm. uh carrot cake not too keen on that but i'm sure it'll be delicious because you know built bars some people are it. into that stuff yeah. and uh apple almond crisp i mean i'm just salivating right now how about you ethan oh dude can you just please continue i need to i need to hear more about this slower though so here's the deal guys with these new bars you're going to be getting all the same nutritional value as you got before just in a little more diverse flavor range so here's matt you just talked about the cherry barcia let me run you through what you'll be getting when you scarf scarf down one of these bad boys to start your morning for a midday snack right before you go to bed whenever you like to have your built bar a cherry barcia brings you 17 grams of protein 130 calories 
with only four grams of sugar and four grams net carbs. That's absolutely insane. Yeah, it fills you up, gives you your energy, but it doesn't screw you up with sugar and fat. And it's just all the macros are perfect. Now, uh, I, I, I see here that they're offering a free cooler with, with purchase while supplies last, probably only for a week or so. We'll advise you that right now. But still, I mean, the, the, the free cooler aspect, I would pay upwards of $80 for one box of Bilt Bars if I knew I was going to get a free cooler. Mm-hmm. yeah perfect for the it. beach yeah take it to Belle Isle all that stuff yeah good good times uh all you have to do to get your free cooler and your first box of built bars is go to builtbar.com right now use the promo code locked on and you'll get ten dollars off of your next order that's it promo code locked on builtbar.com ten dollars off free cooler with purchase while supplies left last what are you waiting for get there right now get yourself filled up get your cooler filled up hit the beach flex on some babes with your new muscles because you've been eating built bars who knows what you like to do in your free time i'm not one to judge builtbar.com promo code locked on ten dollars off sorry so about that tanking yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i i wanted to get your your opinion on this because uh when the Red Wings fell to four, obviously there was a lot of complaining from the Red Wing fan base. Maybe, I don't know, some hosts of, sure. uh, of a daily Red Wings podcast, sure. two really handsome guys who, uh-huh. who complained a lot about it. Because the, the thing to me was that a lot of people would retort Red Wings fans' complaints with why should they be rewarded for tanking. And you look at this team – they did not tank. They were just completely devoid of talent. And that's kind of the way the cookie crumbled. Obviously they were sellers at the deadline, but they didn't really even have anybody to give up. And so it's frustrating. I think from a fan standpoint, when your team isn't tanking, they simply just suck that it kind of shakes out the way it does in terms of how the odds are dispersed in the lottery. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think there's a real quick fix for that because like you said, there's some situations where teams are just bad and I don't think the Red Wings were trying to be as historically bad as they were, but certainly in the NBA and the NHL, there are teams that have gamed the system and they've kind of worked the system out to try to eradicate those kind of things. And the Red Wings basically got caught in the crosshairs of that situation. I, you know, tanking in the NBA, it has been a problem and it's a legitimate uh, strategy for a team, especially in a sport like basketball where, you know, a superstar player can really turn the fortunes of your franchise around. I don't know hockey, if it's quite the same or less so, or obviously it's a year by year thing, depending on the superstar type of talent that might be available in certain types of drafts. But with basketball, you can see it. It's pretty obvious that uh, the number one picks are, usually guys that end up on an all-star team or two or maybe several or Hall of Fame type of players. Certainly that's not the case it's every year. And I will caution for Detroit sports fans that are putting a lot of effort and energy into thinking about this Thursday night for the Pistons that this isn't really one of those lotteries. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's volatile, like you said. They might be one to nine. But getting one and even getting nine, I don't think that's going to be the thing that we're looking back on five years from now as the, the reason or not the reason that this franchise changed direction. The, is the, the normal draft isn't like such a huge difference between picks. Like you can go one or you can go nine from like the Pistons point of view. Is it yeah. usually less a movement? Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a strange spot that the Pistons are in at number five, because obviously at number five, you got a legitimate chance at one, two, three, or four. That's the one they, 
that's the numbers that they pick. So if, if you if the teams that are one, two, three, and four stay in the one, two, three, four, they stay at five. But if they get jumped by a bunch of teams, they could go down to nine. So right. that's a it's probably the most volatility that five spot that you could possibly have. So yeah, I would say no. Generally, um, if you're the Golden State Warriors and you're number one, the furthest you could fall is number five. So yeah, the Pistons are kind of in a, 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 the sweet spot of the most volatility you could possibly have. I do want to get back to something you said just a second ago, because I, I think that tanking is much more of a problem in the NBA than it is in the NHL for two reasons. One, there's just something about the on court product when a team is tanking. That's so much more obvious. And I don't even know how to describe it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just know it when I see it, Mm -hmm. like, you know, when a team is tanking, I don't think the same can necessarily be said for the, NHL and I'm not really sure why but I also think that like you just alluded to like one superstar in the NHL is simply a building block yeah. and obviously that that holds true for the NBA too but if, I mean if you just weight it in terms of how much playing time they'll get compared to uh, or an NHL player will get compared to an NBA player who's the cream of the crop you know LeBron he goes out he plays all 48 minutes and at night, obviously, like that is going to have much more of an impact than, uh, you know, Sidney Crosby getting 20 minutes a night. Like it, it just simply by the math, I think that that's kind of how it shakes out. So I just think it's a, it's a, it seems like they have very similar uh, fixes to problems that are, in my opinion, at least from, you know, where I'm standing and, and my casual NBA fanness, like seem to be very different problems in a way yeah nhl i mean you got six guys on the ice including your goalie and then you want to have you know three good forward lines and and a a handful of good defensemen as well so we know from red wings fandom of the past that how deep those teams were and how many hall of famers they had but like you said lebron or bringing zion from last year not only are you getting one of five guys who are going to be on the court almost all the time but you're getting them at a cheap rate on a rookie contract you got them for about four years of Uh, team control so to speak and then you can you know players want to go play with other good players in the NBA we've seen that year in and year out starting probably with LeBron and Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade in Miami and there's the trend of you know making it and there's there's shorter contracts in the NBA so it's like trying to make it as easy as possible to win championships so uh, you know you get a Zion Williamson then you have a chance of attracting a free agent the next summer and now you've got one of the best teams in the Western Conference. So, I mean, yeah, a lot different than, than hockey. And the other part is, you know, we talk about baseball. And we know the Tigers are picking first one of uh, two of the last three seasons as well. And that's just a much more big roll of the dice. And you're going to have to wait years for guys to come up. In basketball, the assumption is that Zion Williamson is going to be your best player when he comes in, especially if you're a bad team like New Orleans was or below average team like New Orleans was last year. But, again, Unfortunately for the Pistons, this is their best chance of getting a first pick overall in a long, long time. But this is not really the draft that is going to get you that Zion type of player. Now we are here with uh, Matt Shook, host of the Lockdown Pistons podcast and a reporter at PlayMichigan.com. You started your job covering gambling in Michigan, uh, what, uh, one to two weeks before everybody stopped gambling for good? Yeah, yeah. So March 11th was the first day of they opened the Detroit sports books of, of gambling. So you can go to MGM and Greektown and Motor City Casino and place sports bets down. And March 11th was the same day that Rudy Gobert 
tested positive for the coronavirus. So it was March 16th that they shut all the casinos down. So yeah, it was five good days where there was basically no sports going on for the last three days. So yeah, good times, good timing for Michigan for sure. But they're back now, and you spent uh, you spent the whole day in a in a Detroit sports book yesterday. Take us through that. How was that experience? And uh, was it just weird being in Detroit and being in a sports book? Yeah, it was. I went with my brother, and it was just like, man, it, this is really cool. And I, I feel like that not a lot of people know about this. And obviously, unfortunately for the sports books, they missed out on like that March Madness first weekend that would have been a big deal. But on a Monday afternoon, the NBA playoffs started on Monday in the one thirty games. So we went to all three of them. And, uh, you know, it was like 20 or pe- twenty people or so in each one. And everyone had masks on and 15% capacity in the entire casino. Obviously, that didn't affect anything yesterday during the day. Um, you know, the, the capacity is talking about like the fire code. So yeah. the number is so big that, yeah. you know, they're not going to reach that on a weekday afternoon. But the books are cool. I mean, um, Greektown unfortunately i mean it's a temporary sports book in greek towns so they kind of converted an old poker room but they uh penn national gaming owns greek town and they um made a deal with barstool sports where barstool is or basically penn national owns a lot of barstool and they're partners for sports gambling so whenever the um permanent sports book opens at greek town it's going to be big and it's going to be barstool branded so obviously that's going to get a lot of the stoolies out there and everything and it'll be uh, a younger crowd, I would imagine. Motor City Casino partnered with FanDuel. You know, everyone's heard of FanDuel for their daily fantasy sports offerings. DraftKings and FanDuel are kind of still going to do daily fantasy sports, but they've converted a lot of their efforts to these sports books. So the sports book in Motor City Casino is two levels, and it's FanDuel oh, wow. sports book branded. It's really cool. It's a nice, these are obviously new facilities and really nice. And then MGM has a kind of a self branded bet MGM sports book. It's a huge room. And, um, you know, all sorts of windows and terminals. And you can do it at a kiosk if you don't want to deal with the, the person at the counter or stand in line. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's fun. And I'm uh, anxious to see how it looks, you know, when people are more comfortable being out in the world. And then, you know, big events like March Madness or UFC fights or um, maybe when you got those April in the D type of situations with the uh, <laughs> Red Wings and Pistons. Maybe and like Tigers. eight, nine years from now. Yeah, 10, 12, something like that when both teams are playoff caliber. And uh, that was fun for a bit, huh? That was. That was. <laughs> I've been trying to chase down those guys, that band, and then what happened to those guys that made that song. So. Uh, anything, Ethan? No, it's yeah, pretty much covered it. Yeah, uh, so the other thing that I wanted to mention uh, while I got uh, the listeners' ears is, is playmichigan.com. It's, it's a website, and I've – you know, you guys know I've been a longtime sports reporter for newspapers and everything, but this is a website that covers the business of sports gambling. And right now, since it's in a kind of a, a, an infant stage, it's about like who's partnering with who, which sports books are opening. Um, and later, obviously, it'll be more of a sports focused, like what, what bets are out there and, and what's going on with the Lions and all this kind of stuff. But um, so it's it's a good site to bookmark and check on the latest news of what's going on. I don't know if a lot of people realize like what, what kind of impact this is going to have on sports fans, but uh, with the retail sports books opening up in March, I mean, that's one thing, obviously you got to go to a casino and make those bets. And there's a bunch of tribal casinos across the state that have already opened up sports books too. But the big thing is going to be this fall. And it's kind of right now, October, November is the estimate of when it might happen. And that's when the apps are going to launch. So you can sit at home and bet games, all regulated, all legal, you know, all taxed by the state of Michigan 
and uh, you'll have your choice of like 15 different apps, you know, Barstool and, Fan, and FanDuel and uh, DraftKings. There's, there's companies from Europe, companies from Australia, uh, Bet Rivers. you know, there, there's all sorts of different companies that are coming over and you can, you know, go to different apps and check different lines. And uh, like I said, playmichigan.com will be the spot to give you all the information on, on when different apps are launching and also what deals that they're offering. They'll give you sign-up bonuses. Um, they'll make you free bets for the first one or match of $500 your first deposit. And this is all, you know, I know that there's a lot of offshore gambling companies out there that we've all heard about, but these are, you know, ones that are regulated by the uh, every time i've used one of those i've gotten my uh bank account deactivated right right <laughs> and, then there's, and then you then you then you meet a girl through there and she's uh, in costa rica and then, yeah. and then it turns you just have to thing. send her ten thousand dollars to get her over here yeah and... i think we've all been there so yeah and um so but this is this is all stuff that's you know the michigan legislature's behind it they're taxed uh and you know the other thing is they do a really serious job about problem gambling and making sure that people aren't making huge uh, unusual bets and stuff yeah. like that. You know, obviously uh, they're in the business of repeat customers and people who have those habits as opposed to people who are ruining their lives based on these um, splurges and stuff like that. Well, uh, thank you so much. I, I mean, I, I would think, I don't want to speak for Ethan here, but I would go out on a limb go ahead. Uh, as far as to say that you are, are definitely our favorite Detroit based Michigan gambling reporter. Top so, five, at least, I would hope. Yeah. So, <laughs> and yeah. you're not four or three or two. Or f- we'll leave it up seven. to you yeah. to fill in the blanks there. Uh, so before, before, we get, uh, before you get out of here, though, we got to get a prediction from you on Thursday night at 9 o'clock. Where are the Detroit Pistons going to be picking in the upcoming NBA draft? They They're going to get – Go ahead. They're, they're going to get number one because it's the year that you don't want number <laughs> one. And as a Pistons fan, like from the old school, like I grew up on the bad boys and the going to work era. So the thought of like LaMelo ball being the point guard of this team for the next five years makes me a little bit anxious and a little bit depressed. And, um, I don't oh, not that. a, not a ball guy, huh? not a ball, not a ball guy, <laughs> not a ball guy. So, um, yeah, I think that's what's going to happen, and I don't know. We'll we'll see how much longer I can host the podcast. Well, you can find him on Twitter at Matt underscore Shook underscore. Yes, sir. You can uh, find his work at PlayMichigan.com and uh, maybe walking, walking through the streets of Detroit. I've been known. I've been known to walk around Comerica Park and the Riverwalk. You can, you can see me down there. Just, uh, yeah, uh, excited to uh, get some sports going. It's nice to have the NBA – playoffs back in the bubble and uh you know we'll see but we'll put out an episode right after the lottery on thursday night so folks should check that out go check that out go check out all the other episodes of the locked on pistons podcast get ready are you doing a primer tomorrow morning oh yeah man uh we'll have um we've been doing draft monday every week and everyone should know my thoughts but go back and download all the old ones but yeah we'll do a a primer on thursday as well there we go uh well thanks so much matt we uh we definitely appreciate your time we wish you all the best as pistons fans uh as a pistons fan i wish me the best as a casual pistons fan because i hope it's somebody good so i can be a pistons fan again and uh we'll talk to you soon oh by the way i just remembered when i this is probably a conversation for off air but i just sure i have a library book 
Oh yeah, I mean, your name. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll get out. Of, I'm sure the fees can't be more than overdue. like ten dollars or something. Yeah, like that. something like that. All right, good. Thank God that that was weighing on me every like <laughs> week or so, and I was like, I gotta text him, and then we'll talk to you later, man. Appreciate you. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on. <laughs> <Damn it. laughs>